Hey, yo, Josh, let me get a little bit of reverb. Yeah. J. Will. Yeah, I'm about that lifestyle. I talk green work, repping it all over. It's right on the T-shirt. Fan for a lifetime. Yeah, that's a long pass. Figure I would show some love right on the podcast. Turn this up loud and make sure you don't do nothing else. Cause if you're listening to us, then you're improving your health. My name is Jay Will. Welcome to the show, yeah. Wrestle, flow, 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 yeah. WrestleMania week is rolling on here on Wrestling Reverb. Welcome everyone to the show. I am Josh and I'm pretty sure Kevin is here as well today, of course. <laughs> I snuck in. I yeah. snuck in through the back door this week. I am here <laughs> alongside you, Josh. Josh, how you doing? Fantastic. It's WrestleMania week. I'm gearing up. Raw put me in a wonderful mood for WrestleMania. We got SmackDown in a few hours. We are all ready. We're... we're we're in the uh, the home stretch for WrestleMania. It's pretty exciting. It is, and Raw did its job on uh, last night. Raw or Monday night for those if you're not listening right afterward on recording. Raw was Monday night, and they really, really did a good job of selling the main stories and getting people back hooked in, especially with uh, the Rollins Lesnar story, which has been a bit dragging over the last couple of weeks, and it's. Definitely, you could chalk that up to Lesnar not being here. But they really kicked it into gear, and they sent the show to Mania with Rollins standing tall. And it really makes it believable that he could possibly win, that he took down the Beast. I know. Raw Raw did a great job of selling me on that match. He did a great job of selling me on all the Raw side of things, even Baron Corbin and Kurt Angle to a certain degree. Um Raw just did a really good job. The women's triple threat match main event, that segment, that brawl, I loved every single minute of that ridiculous over-the-top extra segment. I loved it. That's what wrestling is to me. It's over-the-top, and it's wonderful. Pro wrestling, that's finest right there. You got got a brawl, you got police, you got cop cars, you got handcuffs, you have so much going on, so many different, you know, just so much action. And it was there was not a dull moment during that whole segment. There wasn't a moment where you were like, okay, well, maybe this is time to end. You wanted it to keep going forever and ever, and that's the hallmark of a good wrestling segment. Yeah, and um, it also featured an incredibly brutal knee from one Charlotte Flair to one Ronda Rousey. She clocked her right in the head, and it was brutal. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a more serious spot in a, an otherwise lighthearted segment. That was a vicious looking knee very that's hard to pull off you gotta use your it's hard to pull off anything with your hands tied behind your back you have to sort of you know you have to sort of get the momentum up but she really stuck that knee oh yeah she brutalized her with it that that segment to me i don't anyone that doesn't love this segment because it's too ridiculous and too over the top that's wrestling Wrestling is that. To me, anyway, wrestling is meant to be extra. Um, if you can't, if you, oh, they're not really going to jail. It, well, guess what? They're not really fighting each other, so you probably were watching the wrong product. Um, but 
man, it was just a great time. Sold me on WrestleMania, and that's what we're all here for. Today is going to be a WrestleMania special. Me and Kevin today are going to talk about our favorite WrestleMania matches, moments, cards, our least favorite WrestleMania matches and moments and cards. We're just going to talk all things WrestleMania today. Kevin, right off the bat, let's get into this. Let's not waste any time. Let's get chatting about manias. It is WrestleMania week. Your number one favorite WrestleMania of all time. What is your personal favorite WrestleMania and and why? Why is it? So I've been going over this in my head um, pretty much since you released the schedule and I saw that we were going to have this type of show. Because to me, as far as favorite WrestleManias go, top to bottom, there are two. Uh, WrestleMania 23 and WrestleMania 31. Uh, and I think they both had really stellar cards. They both had a lot of different things. I like 31 because you got the nostalgia pop. You got good technical wrestling. You got, you know, ladders. And you had, you had all sorts of great things. You had Rusev coming out on a tank. You had John, C- John Cena win the U.S. title. Daniel Bryan wins the IC title. And obviously that great main event between Reigns, Rollins, Reigns, Lesnar with Rollins coming out cashing in one of the biggest WrestleMania moments in history. I lean 31 more so than 23. 23 had really great matches uh, top to bottom. It had a very underrated U.S. title match between Chris Benoit and MVP. Uh, the one match on the card I wish could have been a little bit better was actually Undertaker-Batista, but I was still a fan of it. I thought it could have went a little bit longer. But this card really had a little bit of everything for me. It had the celebrity appeal, too, with Donald Trump, now president of the United States, <laughs> Uh, Take it on Mr. McMahon, the hair versus hair match with Lashley and Umaga. That was just a spectacle. Stone Cold was there, too. All the hallmarks of a great WrestleMania were there. Damn. Damn, you sold me on that shit. Holy crap. Man, I'm taken back by that. Um, 23 is fantastic. I do like WrestleMania 23. Um, 31 is also really good as well, for all the reasons that you just listed. Um... It's not very often that I am lost for words when someone (laughs) talks about wrestling. I can't even put that into better words. Well done, Kevin. You just got Josh to stop talking. That's what I'm here for, man. I'm here to sell you on my favorite manias. Uh So for me, WrestleMania 24 is my all-time favorite WrestleMania. I love WrestleMania 24. It had the end of careers. It had a very underappreciated under it's not talked about enough the main event of this show is edge and taker and they have a brilliant match and i don't feel like that is on the upper like in the upper class of great wwe matches that is a fantastic match edge and undertaker um it had a triple threat between triple h randy orton john cena that was also fantastic um it had it had a some Celebrity appearances from one Snoop Dogg in the Bunny Mania match. It, I mean, it had everything you want in a WrestleMania. It went really well. It was a beautiful... Hey, another thing about WrestleMania that isn't talked about enough is the set design. I absolutely appreciated the hell out of this WrestleMania set design. It was huge. It had, um, you know, a lot of LED screens, that, you know, because that was the first WrestleMania in WWE HD um, since they went to HD and stuff like that. I just love this WrestleMania. It had a brilliant Money in the Bank ladder match um, that CM Punk won his second Money in the Bank contract at. It was just a spectacle, that WrestleMania. Um, 
absolutely loved it to hell. The other one that comes close to me is um, Wrestle. I actually really, really, really love WrestleMania 30. It's a roller coaster, and obviously the streak ends in that WrestleMania and and what it may be, but it is an absolute roller coaster from legit start to finish. So um, I absolutely love that WrestleMania as well. Um, how do you feel about those WrestleManias, Kevin? So well, I love 24. 24 is a really great one. I uh, had had a Batista Umaga match on there that I really liked. Oh, yeah. The Belfast had, Brawl also. Obviously, yeah. Had the uh, oh the Belfast Brawl was very good too. Yeah. I'm glad you bring that up. JBL and Finley, they really just beat the holy hell yeah, out of Yeah, and it went other. on first, and it was like, what? This is going on first? Yeah. And it was just brutal. There was a suicide dive spot that Finley did to the outside, and JBL grabs a trash can lid and just smacks Finley right in the mouth with, like, right in the top of the head with it. Yeah. I'm like, ouch. That match is brutal. Brutalized them. And so there's something about outdoor WrestleManias to me that I just enjoy. And yeah. 24 was in Orlando. I love when it, I love when it's still like bright out. Yep. And it, it feels like it feels old school. It feels like one of the older WrestleManias, like the ones that came from Las Vegas and Caesar's Palace. Yeah. It really just and that's why that's what I love about 31. So the, almost the entire show was during was in daylight. It really only got dark during the, the last night. like yeah. Two, three yeah. I love when it starts bright and then by the main event it's dark. That to me, there's something about that I can't really explain into words why I like it, but it just feels like, oh, this is our main event because it's dark. I don't know why, but I just like that. As for WrestleMania 30, I will. The thing is, I I I can never rate it in my favorites speak just because of what happened to Undertaker. That's bad. Uh, it was a it, had, it was a pretty decent card. Otherwise, it's just. Broke, broke my heart, broke oh, my soul. Me too. Don't worry, it broke my heart as well. But I mean, to me, that's a part of wrestling. Wrestling has heartbreak, and wrestling has real emotion. And that was—you can't really get too much realer than that, to me. So that's why I kind of, even if I don't, I, I get upset over it when it happened. It still was great. <laughs> Duh, I know it's just. Oh, oh, I get you, though. Don't real. worry. I, I get you. <laughs> it was just, just too real. Just too real. <laughs> um, um, with WrestleManias, no. though, it's not just about your all-time favorites because there could be bad WrestleManias with great matches. Um, when you think of great WrestleMania matches, what kind of comes to mind with you, Kevin, when you think of your f- not even the best WrestleMania matches, just more so your favorite WrestleMania matches? So I'm gonna go. Uh, first up, you gotta go with my all-time favorite, and I, I've said this before. I may have said it on this show, may have just said it in passing to you, but uh, WrestleMania 28, Undertaker versus Triple H inside Hell of a Cell with Shawn Michaels as the referee is probably my all-time favorite Mania match. There are a couple contenders. But I'd say that's the one I've gone back and rewatched the most. That one just had a little bit of everything. It was really well worked. The emotion—you talk about emotions in a wrestling match—they had it all. They had—they ran the gamut of emotions. Had the best near fall I've ever seen with Taker getting hit with the pedigree and the, the switch in music into the pedigree rather, and he managed to kick out of that. And I remember where I was. I was at a friend's house. 
We ordered the pay-per-view. We had snacks and everything. And when that happened, when Undertaker got hit with both those two moves, I thought it was, I, I thought it was over. I knew it was over. I was like, yeah, that's it. That's it, guys. That, that's the end of the streak. And honestly, I would have been okay with it at that moment. But it wasn't to be. Undertaker kicked out, ran the streak to 20 and 0. That's where I think the streak should not the streak should not that the streak should have ended. It either should have ended there or he should have I think he should have retired after 28. Because he was at 20 and 0. They build that as the end of an era. It made perfect sense. You had that great moment at the end where Taker, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels were all at the top of the ramp and they embraced each other. It really felt like it felt like the end of an era. It really did, and they sort of reneged that because you still get you get Taker and Triple H at every Mania since. Yeah, I I get that. I think maybe at one stage, maybe I think the end of the era was more so just well, no, well that's not true because they wrestled last year. Um, I think at that stage it was the last time we'd see these those three in that kind of capacity again. But of course. We've seen them at Crown Jewel, but that's neither here nor there. Um, that is a fantastic match, though, nonetheless. It is a just a killer match. I was the same as you when that switch-in pedigree combo hit. I was I was certain. It was done. I was like, this is the end of the streak. And then, of course, he kicked out, and, man, that match is just a journey. Triple H beat the crap out of Undertaker with that chair for the longest time in that match. Yeah, Damn. it was... It was, like, uncomfortable to watch, but at the same time, you can't look away. I remember a spinebuster on the stairs that just, poof, I was like, ow, that would really hurt. Yeah. Um, I think it was a spinebuster. I'm pretty sure it was. It was something with Undertaker landing on stairs. I know that. Um, that match, though, is very, very good. Um, all-time favorite Mania matches for me. Um, the first one that kind of comes to mind is Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho at WrestleMania 19. Fantastic very match. Um, very, 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 very good match. And honestly, the bit I like the most is after the match when Jericho just kicks him right, right in the crown jewels, right in the, uh, right in the grapefruits. He, uh, he solidly laid him in there. Um, just the way Sean fell down and was like, oh no, like, don't do this to me. Like, it was just, ah, I love that match. Um, I, I always go back and forth cause listen, I know this is cliche to say, but Mania 25, Sean Michaels and Taker, it's really oh. hard to not mention that match yeah, because it's just Perfect. That is, if you could have a perfect wrestling match, that to me is pretty close. We would be doing a disservice if we didn't talk about that yeah. match, at least a little bit, because it is probably the greatest WrestleMania match that's ever happened. It really is. It might not be my personal favorite WrestleMania match, but I know it's, if not the greatest, it's one of the greatest. It's just flawless. They, them two, I think Shawn, Ma- Shawn Michaels to me is the greatest professional wrestler ever well the greatest wwe superstar ever he is mine um i know a lot of people say rick flair or but to me sean is mine sean is everything that is just perfect with pro wrestling again not my favorite pro wrestler ever but sean michaels is just the best to me and i think the undertaker is the best character to ever be in wrestlemania so 
And obviously those two have worked together so many times prior to um, to that. So, I mean, they just know each other and they're just perfect at wrestling. They know what they're doing and just every single spot got bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, that match is just perfect. And hey, Street versus Korea the year after at WrestleMania 26 was pretty dang good as well. It's just hard to live up to how great WrestleMania 25 yeah. was. But man, you take Streak versus Korea just for the match itself and not compare it to the first one, and dang, that's a good match as well. The ending is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it really was great storytelling in both these matches. Really, there, there, it was. There was more weight to WrestleMania 26's match because yeah. it was Streak versus Korea. It wasn't just a match between a guy who wanted to end the streak versus a guy who wanted to defend the streak. It, you know, it was Shawn Michaels laying everything on the line. And especially when you take into consideration the road he took to get there. If you go back to the Royal Rumble 2010, how close Shawn Michaels came to to winning the to winning that match and taking on Taker at WrestleMania. He had a resort to he broke into the elimination chamber, if you remember, and cost Undertaker the world heavyweight title. He really, really, really wanted to win that match. He wanted this match so bad that it made it so much more important as a result. Damn. Just, mm. I know it's not a shock, but those those are just great matches. <laughs> um, another match that comes to my mind is from WrestleMania 25, and because of Sean and Taker being so wonderful at that mania, sometimes the other matches on that mania get a bit lost, but... Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy, the Extreme Rules match at WrestleMania 25 is okay. also really, really, really good. Um, cool spots. It didn't go too long. Um, I believe it may have went on just before or just after Sean and Taker, which is a hard spot um, to go on after them. It may have went just before. But regardless, cool story, cool match. Obviously, those two are going to work well together because... Well, they're brothers. Um, so, to me, that was a fun match. Um, if you could think of an underrated or underappreciated WrestleMania match, if you can think of one off your the top of your brain, what kind of comes to mind? I'm looking at one right now, actually, because I think it's one of the better WrestleMania matches I've ever seen, but it doesn't always show up on those lists. From a show that was top to bottom really good, to WrestleMania 21... Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels. Oh, mm, just that's one of my brother's favorite matches. I've watched that match so many times. It is so dang good. I'm glad you brought up WrestleMania 21 because that is a really good card. Just really great stuff. Uh, another great near fall after Angle hit the Angle Slam from the top rope. Managed to kick out. Michaels did. It was just really good top to bottom technical wrestling between two of the all time greats. Yeah, I agree with you completely. Wow. Um, WrestleMania 21 is fantastic. Um, the Money in the Bank, on the first ever Money in the Bank ladder match, I know that's weird to say now, but the first ever Money in the Bank ladder match was just a great match. That finish of that WrestleMania match, that WrestleMania Money in the Bank, is one of my favorite ladder match finishes when Benoit's up, and about to get the briefcase, and Edge comes in with the chair and just whacks him in the shoulder. He falls down, and Edge grabs it. 
I love that match. That Money in the Bank is really, really good because we didn't have an expectation of what a Money in the Bank ladder match could really be. We hadn't seen a, you know, other than tag team ladder matches, we really hadn't seen, you know, every man for themselves six-way ladder match at that point. We hadn't seen that, so we had no expectation of what it could be. There were so many spots. Shelton Benjamin did some great stuff in that match. Christian, Kane, Jericho, Benoit, Edge. Just the perfect six guys to to what we know now, what Money in the Bank is. Yeah, they re- honestly, if you just to go back and think about what you want out of a Money in the Bank match, they nailed it first try, which is... Not hard, it's hard to believe almost because this was a match where a lot could go wrong. There's a lot of spots that might go wrong. And the ladder matches are always very iffy with that. But these guys did everything right. Benjamin, uh, Benjamin's like the, the, the MVP of the WrestleMania ladder match. Yeah. He just seems to – everyone, everyone, he does something crazy. Just running up the ladder, hitting the clothesline off of the you know the inclined ladder. Oh, that, that was brutal. Oh, Benoit's headbutt. Off the oh, top rope, yeah. off the ladder to Kane, where he busted himself open. Oh my god! We've uh, talked about Benoit. We've talked about Benoit last show on a Reverb Rewind. Benoit is so dang good. It's a real yeah. shame what happened <laughs> because technically sound, one of the best I've ever seen in the ring. He does everything he does has a reason why he's doing it, and I mean that what's that what goes from good to great. That's what makes you a great professional wrestler is yeah just everything has a reason there's no just things that even the way he walks the way he the way he looks at someone he just is really really good and yeah that headbutt he did to Kane he literally busted himself open on that I think I'm gonna watch Wrestlemania 21 at some point today because that's just given me like well flashbacks to all of that but just a really, really good match. When you think of Money in the Bank at WrestleMania, that used to be a staple of WrestleMania for the longest time. Um, what kind of comes to mind when you think of great Money in the Bank ladder matches, other than that one? Uh, yeah, I, we, we'll remove that one from the list. <laughs> I, mean, the, I don't think, of the six we got at WrestleMania, I don't think there was a bad one. I don't think there's been like a bad Money in the Bank ladder match, even with the advent of the pay-per-view. Hmm. I, I mean, it's hard to... It's hard to not have an enter. It's hard to have a an unentertaining ladder match. Yeah, for me personally, with the Mania ones, um, again going back to twenty three, Jeff oh, yeah. Hardy jumping off the ladder, taking out Edge and himself, just exploding through that ladder. We hadn't really seen that at that point. I don't think we'd seen. Yeah, that was like break. the first ladder bump. Yeah, like where you broke the ladder. Yeah, it's the first one I could remember. Definitely. Yeah, if it, if I, I'm and, pretty sure it was the first, and it was the first Money in the Bank with more than six in it. Hey, yeah, well, it ate. Yeah, bigger field. You had you had your stalwarts like you had Edge, the Hardys. You had Shelton Benjamin in there, I believe. You had uh, Mr. Kennedy winning the match. Mr. Kennedy, which I really loved until they took it off him. Yeah. Although I think he was injured, so was it's injured, not like, yeah. yeah. So it's not like they screwed him over or anything. It was just bad timing. But he was someone who was set after this match. To, he hit the little. Uh, this wasn't uh, this one of the other ones I think of. This isn't in this ladder match. I actually don't remember which one this was in. Well, I'll tell you. But, um, Finley was in it, and Mr. Kennedy was in it, and. 
Hornswoggle popped out, and Mr. Kennedy gave him the Green the Green Bay uh, Green Bay plunge. That was twenty three, pl- wasn't it? I I it may have been. Oh yeah, I'm it, not even looking at twenty three's thing. So maybe Finley was in that match. Yeah, he he yeah he was because the only other like, the only other one Mr. Kennedy was in was twenty four, and Finley fought JBL. So um, yeah, okay, so it was twenty three. Yeah, All right. clarification necessary. Thank you. It was yeah that that spot where he plunges Hornswoggle off the ladder. It makes me laugh every time. I don't know why. I'm a sick puppy, but <laughs> I love it too. So eh. <laughs> good spot. Uh, the the other one that really always pops into my mind, spot wise, and obviously these matches are built on spots, so everything is a spot. But watching Ric Flair at WrestleMania 22 take the superplex off the ladder. Looked like he broke his back and mm-hmm. then came back later in the match. Mm-hmm. That suplex makes me cringe every time. Just such a visceral reaction from me with that. But he was able to come back and almost win the damn thing. And that's just a testament to how tough Ric Flair was. Because he was, you know, I don't know how, how old he was at this point, but 50-some probably. Well, he's been 83 since 2002. So, I that's mean... That's true. He... Props to him. Props to Flair for taking that spot because that's a big spot to take for anybody, let alone a man of his age. Um, I didn't love the second Money in the Bank ladder match. I didn't think it was as good as the first. Um, it wasn't. If I, RVD won that one, and I love RVD. Always did as a kid. As I kind of got older, I kind of soured away from RVD a bit because, I don't know, just... I just uh, fell out of love, I guess, with RVD. But as a kid, I always loved Rob Van Dam. Here's a, here's an embarrassing story. When I used to play SmackDown, Just Bring It or Shut Your Mouth, one of the ones on PS2, um, I used to make my character, my creator character, and his name was Joshua Van Dam. Ah! <laughs> uh. <laughs> that used to be my that used to be my creator character, and he had like black spiky hair. Um. And he used to just have RVD's moves. I used to just hit frog splashes all day long. But that nice. was my that was my that was my guy when I had those games. I would have been legit like seven or eight here, people. So, um, you know, the last time, God, I can't even think of the last time I made Joshua Van Dam. Oh, it was yesterday when I played two K nineteen. Um, but um, no. So <laughs> that to me isn't a great Money in the Bank ladder match, but that winner I loved. So. It's still a good running in the bank ladder match. Um, my favorite one, other than the first one, it's probably twenty four. I mentioned it before, but WrestleMania twenty four's um, ladder match was fantastic. Um, Punk winning and Jericho was in it, and uh, who else was in it? Carlito, John Morrison. Um, just a c- cool ladder match. Really, really cool ladder match. Um, when you think of WrestleMania, though, not all of these matches are fantastic. There's some stinkers in there. Don't worry. There's some stinkers all over WrestleMania. When you think of just your least favorite WrestleMania matches or just ones that you just thought were downright bad, what kind of comes to mind? Uh, this is this is a short one. Just because I'm I'm currently looking at the WrestleMania 21 card still. Remember when remember when Big Show took on Aki Bono in the sumo wrestling match? Oh yes, I do. Uh, I that do was stupid. That. <laughs> no, I'll just say it. That was dumb. 
Oh man, yeah, um, I remember that. that. Like seriously, when I think of WrestleMania matches that I didn't like, it's usually because they didn't live up to expectations, not necessarily because they were bad. Okay, yeah, that's like fair. there are bad matches, but a lot of times, like they were matches that I think we all thought were going to be bad, so we don't really think about them too much. But here's one that I thought was going to be really good that I was very disappointed in, and this is only two. This is only two years ago now. WrestleMania 33. Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt for the WWE title. Ooh, yeah. With the, when they turn the lights on and like they're like the maggots and the cockroaches in the mm. ring. Mm-hmm. That's really all the match was. It was super short, I remember. Oh, yeah. And I remember that. It wasn't – that was just something they tried to be different and it fucking didn't work. <laughs> yeah, it was – Awful. And I, I hated that they took the belt off Bray Wyatt because I'm a big Bray Wyatt fan. I know we haven't seen him in forever, so it's like I haven't gotten to talk about him as much as I'd like to. Mm. But I love Bray Wyatt, and I loved when he won the belt at Elimination Chamber. And I really hated that they had to take the belt off him so quick, especially knowing what happened next, where Randy basically just dropped the belt to Jinder Mahal, which is still a sentence that I find doesn't roll off the tongue quite as easily as maybe it should. Yeah, Bray Wyatt is... I would assume that Bray is in for a return next week on a Raw Smackdown after Mania. You would assume that he's coming back. Yeah, you think? He's been more than ready to be back for ages. Um, He's been on live events from what I remember. So, I guess in my logical sense, I'm just like, maybe they're just waiting for the right story. But, I mean, you wouldn't bring him back on, say, SmackDown today because, hey, it's WrestleMania. There's really no reason to bring him back at WrestleMania. So, you would think next week we would hope to see a Bray Wyatt return. Yeah, I I hope so. I really do. I guess I just didn't have anything for him for the longest time, which is... You know, it sucks, but that, that's how it goes. Um, a lot of times you just don't have enough writers to go around for all the talent that deserve spots. So I'm hoping that they have something for him. And I'm hoping that his character is a little freshened up because I think it was getting a little bit stale, even though I do like the Bray Wyatt character a lot. Uh, hopefully he comes back fresh, re- renewed, reinvigorated, and ready to roll. Yeah, I agree. Um for me, when I think of just my kind of least favorite WrestleMania matches, it's the same as you. They're not necessarily bad. It just they didn't live up to the hype. Um, and I go to WrestleMania twenty uh, twenty three, WrestleMania thirty three as well. Um, and this one might surprise you, but I did not like the four way elimination match for the Raw Women's Championship. It was Charlotte, oh. Nia. Bailey and Sasha. Now, the reason I kind of get so sour on this match is I went in with the expectation that of up until right of the week of WrestleMania, it was a fatal four-way match. I was like, cool, this match is going to be fast-paced. It's going to have a lot of cool spots. Um, they were teasing a lot of different elements. But then they made it elimination. And to me, a four-way elimination match takes out the fun of a fatal four-way. Unless you do it absolutely perfectly. To me, they didn't do this. Now, I'm not saying the match was bad. It's just one of not my favorite kind of stuff. Um, 
I just feel like it was kind of a little bit rushed in the way that they eliminated people. Um, it was an odd finish. Bailey just kind of won. It just felt very anticlimactic for WrestleMania. Again, not a bad wrestling match, just not one that I particularly enjoyed. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I, I too, uh, I err on the side of elimination matches are tough to pull off, especially because fatal four ways could be really fun. Yeah, but you take sort of the, you take sort of the pacing out of it with an elimination style match. Yeah, uh, I just I wasn't a huge fan of it either. Now that I'm thinking about it, WrestleMania 33, it had its moments definitely. Um, AJ Styles and Shane McMahon was terrific. Perfect match. Great match. Underrated match. I watched WrestleMania 33 a couple of days ago. That's why it's kind of fresh in my mind. But Styles and McMahon is, again, a match that we don't talk about enough. I know. It's just, it's so good. And Shane pulled his weight in that match. Obviously, you're going to have the people out there saying Styles carried him. And to an extent, maybe that's true. But, I mean... You have Shane McMahon out there going for shooting star presses at his age with not even being a legitimate full-time wrestler. Mm-hmm. But he lays his body on the line every time he's in that ring. And that was a very good win for AJ Styles. Yeah, a lot of people were like, why is Styles fighting Shane McMahon? Uh, there's not really a bigger name in this business than McMahon, when you think about it. McMahon is has the most name value behind it. Vince, Stephanie... Linda or Shane, it don't matter if your last name is McMahon, whoever's in the ring with you, whoever you're in a segment with, is getting a significant amount of attention to be in a segment with a McMahon, so I don't ever hold that argument, I'll always argue that, I'll always be like, well, it doesn't matter because they're a McMahon and they're working with, guess what, they're some of them, they are the most important people in the company, because it's their company, so, yeah, I mean... That Styles and McMahon is really, really good. Mania 33, um, obviously, a moment that comes to mind for Mania 33 is the Hardy Boys returning. I don't yes. think there will ever be a time where I watch that and don't get goosebumps or get just smile ear to ear. Because that is just... Yeah, is that the greatest the return moments. ever? <laughs> I, I, I would say so, just because... They'd wrestled in Ring of Honor the night before. They wrestled the ladder match with the Bucks. And just the fact that they're at WrestleMania the next night, not only wrestling, but winning the Raw Tag Team Championships. Yeah. Uh, a great crazy. match. My, my, no one ever talks about the match because the moment itself was just so big. But that actual match, I, again, I watched it the other day. It was really good for, if you just Very take fun. it for what it is on the match. It actually is a really cool ladder match. <laughs> Very fun match, definitely. Um, when you think of cool moments at WrestleMania, aside from the matches, it may be a moment within a match, but if you think of a cool moment at WrestleMania, what kind of comes to your brain other than the Hardys? <laughs> so one of my favorites, and I wasn't alive for it, but I've seen it. I, everyone's seen this video. I think I believe it was WrestleMania 9, where uh, Hogan is wrestling... I don't even remember who he's wrestling, honestly. But you had that moment where Warrior came out to save him, and he's sprinting through the crowd down that really long entrance ramp. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That, for me, that is like one of the pinnacle WrestleMania moments. It's just that run from Ultimate Warrior. Hey, that is... Damn. 
I didn't even think about that kind of stuff. Um, WrestleMania moments to me, hey, there was one that comes to my brain from my favorite WrestleMania, WrestleMania 24. It is a moment for very different reasons why I like this moment. Okay, celebrity involvement is a thing at WrestleMania. It's a thing in wrestling. Now, there's a certain woman that shows up to this WrestleMania, and she is a special backstage presenter. Her name is Uh, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Now, the reason I like this moment, A, it's Kim Kardashian's old face. It's, It's her old face. So, it's just very odd to see Kim Kardashian look like that. She's interviewing, I believe, Mr. Kennedy. I believe she's interviewing Mr. Kennedy. Now, when she is on the screen, the reason it is my favorite moment is because her face appears and she's ready to talk and the crowd boos. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I just find it so funny. I'm like, Kim Kardashian is getting booed at WrestleMania. Also, Kim Kardashian is on this WrestleMania, which was in 2008. And I don't know why I just didn't put two, t- two and two things together, but I didn't realize the Kardashians were a big thing in 2008. I thought it was a bit later, but also that I'm just getting older. But yeah, it's Kim Kardashian's odd face as well. So that makes me, I always laugh when I see her odd face because she doesn't look like that anymore. <laughs> no, she's had some work done. Uh, hey, nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying you don't look like that anymore, Kim. Also, Raven Simone is on that WrestleMania. She also gets booed. Um, See, that one, I don't I, I understand booing Kim Kardashian. People don't like her. Uh, they don't like the show. They don't like the, the whole stigma around the family. Raven Simone rocks. Like That's So Raven was a fantastic show. <laughs> okay, yeah, every, so everybody and their mother loved that So Raven. How could you boo Raven? She had visions, okay? Raven had visions. She saw the future, okay? So... I'm always, I used to watch the crap out of all those old Disney shows. Like, That's So oh, Raven, Lizzie McGuire. Oh, I love yep. Lizzie McGuire. Damn. You had, there was, like, that era, and then the next era was, like, the sweet life. Zack and Cody. Oh, oh, my God. Zack and Cody, baby. Hannah uh, Montana. Hannah Montana. Can't, we're the same age. You're getting me on. Like, everyone, when I talk about this, they're like, wait a minute. You were like, I was like, yeah, I was like, 9, 10, 11 years old. Of course I was watching these shows. Yeah, like, all the Disney shows and the Nickelodeon shows, like, iCarly, Drake and Josh. Um, oh, Drake and Josh is a classic. iCarly is a classic. Uh, what else? Did you watch and... the Amanda show when you were a kid? Yes. My God, the Amanda show was brilliant. I have the Amanda show. I bought that crap on iTunes. That's how committed I am to... The Amanda Show. And, man, there's so much great stuff on The Amanda Show. I could do a podcast on that thing. Moody's Point and Penelope. (laughs) Oh, my God. The Amanda Show sends me... Oh, man. All of that kind of stuff. So, yeah. um, Man, I'm now having all these flashbacks to these old Disney and Nickelodeon shows. Bring in the Dancing Lobsters. Oh, bring in the Dancing Lobsters, yep. Oh, my God. Amanda, please. Oh man, oh. I love I love the uh, I love the the ones where it'd be like they're stuck in the tub or they're stuck in uh, the car. Oh yeah, and they couldn't get out or something because they it was like Survivor they but out. they were in. <laughs> yeah, like if you got out, you lost. And at the very end, like Judge Judy and the bailiff realized <laughs> the keys were in the ignition of the car the whole time and just took off. 
And then um, personal favorite is so you want to win five dollars. Um, so you want to win five dollars. I love that <laughs> crap. It was just silly, but you were a kid and it didn't matter. Like it did not matter. I loved all of those shows though. Man, this is taking oh, a turn. I don't even give a shit. This has taken such a turn, but I I used to watch Disney Nickelodeon was just like on repeat in my bedroom for <laughs> just I just clicked between those two channels. <laughs> like were you a were you a big Cartoon Network guy or no? No, I so we had like I guess in your land it would be called Basic Cable and Cartoon Cartoon Network wasn't oh, okay. Basic Cable in okay. Australia. A Basic Cable the two kids channels were Nickelodeon and Disney, so we had to pay extra for that and my parents didn't fork out the money so I could watch Cartoon Network. Of course, I've watched the Powerpuff Girls though and stuff like that. So don't worry, I'm a Powerpuff Girls kind of guy. Um, <laughs> I used to, uh, I had the same routine every day from the time I was like four till I was like maybe 10 is where I would get home from school. I would make, I would make myself some, uh, or my mom would make me a little snack and I would watch the Smurfs and a puff named Scooby-Doo like every day for six years. (laughs) Hell yes to all of that. I remember that kind of stuff when you would come home from school. The first thing that was always... So, I used to watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Not the cartoon version, like, the actual, like, with Melissa Joan Hart. Like, I used to watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch that used to be on at... I used to finish school at 3. I'd be home by 3.30. I'd watch Sabrina. Then Raven was on Disney Channel at 4. And then, I believe Drake and Josh was on at 4.30. And then 5 o'clock would be... Do you remember Phil of the Future? Yeah, for the future. Fuck yeah. You are speak we are just bonding on a whole nother level right now because I used to watch all of these shows. All of oh, them. And do you remember so- when you like got a little bit older and like I believe it was when like Hannah Montana was coming to an end is or maybe a little bit before when I was like, I'm getting too old for this and I started to watch MTV because I was cool. So I'd like start to watch MTV and I'd start to watch like Jersey Shore and I'd get older and I'd be like, Look at me not watching Disney Channel anymore. But then at nighttime, I'd still watch Disney Channel really late at night. Yeah, there was a there was a point where you got too old for it, and then I think there was a point where you were old enough to come back to it. Fuck yeah, like I watch it now. I yeah, watch I was just saying, if you put Hannah Montana on right now, I'd watch it no problem. Me too, and I'd know every word to it, every yeah. word to all the episodes because I've watched every episode like four hundred times. The Hannah Montana movie, sign me up for all of that. High School Musical, oh. Man. Oh, you're speaking my language. I love High School Musical. I can watch High School There was a time where I was like, I'm too cool for High School Musical. I'm not watching this anymore. I'm too old. But now I'll... If someone put it on right now, I'd be singing every damn song. I have it all in my Spotify playlist, and it comes on in my car, and people are like, what are you listening yeah, to? Yeah, me too. Like, High School Musical, bitch. That's what I'm listening to. Man. Yeah, I... At school, I'm known as the high. I, I was known as like the high school musical guy because I dressed up as Troy Bolton for Halloween uh, one year. Holy shit! If we celebrate a Halloween over here, which we don't really in Australia, it's kind of become more of a thing lately. But I would dress up as Troy Bolton. I would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I, I ordered the jersey. I didn't have the hair for it, which makes me which is upset because I I had a buzz cut. But no one really bothered me too much about it. I actually did a television show. Um, one of the things I did at, when I was in college was I was an anchor for our sports talk show. And I did our Halloween episode was like, oh, everyone could dress up. 
And so I dressed up and did the whole show in character as Troy Bolt, and I snuck in a whole oh, bunch yes. of puns about, like, bopping to the top and how we're all in this together. Oh, and people, my God. People cracking up. Who is your favorite character in High School Musical? Troy. Was it, was it Troy? Okay. Yeah. Mine was not Troy. Who was yours? Was I, liked, it... I liked Ryan. <laughs> okay. I, I don't, the Ryan and Sharpay were lit. Fantastic. Except for Gabriella. I hated Gabriella. She was like the most... <gasps> See, I had was, a crush on Vanessa Hutchins so bad. Oh, no. She was the most overdramatic girl. Like, Troy would move a cup and she's like, I'm moving schools. I can't deal with this. And I'm like, oh, shut up, Gabriella. Shut the hell up. I was a Sharpay and Ryan guy. I always like Sharpay okay. and Ryan. Their songs were... I, I feel like they're... I feel like there's Troy and Gabriella guys, and there's Ryan and Sharpay guys. I'm Ryan and Sharpay all the way. All the way. I'm going to watch Sorry, High School Musical. Screw WrestleMania today. I'm watching High School Musical. I'm having a High School Musical marathon after SmackDown today. Sign me I up. High School Musical marathon, like... When's the last... The last time I watched all three of them in a row was, I think, last year. Oh, which, again, I was 21 years old, so it's oh, not like I was... God. I'm I'm almost certain, I'm almost 100% certain that if we lived very close to each other, we would be best friends because we just would oh watch wrestling and Disney and Nickelodeon shows. Yeah, we literally are like the same person, just in different places. I've never met someone that's loved High School Musical as much as I have. I've never met someone that's liked High School Musical, all of those Disney Nickelodeon shows, and wrestling, all in one man. It's a very odd mix. Damn. And I'll happily mix all of those things. Oh my god, what a... Man, we have steered off of WrestleMania, and I'm not apologizing for it, because I'm not sorry at all. No, we're talking talking about the WrestleMania of kids shows. (laughs) Oh, damn. Bravo, Kevin. Um, Kevin, before we get back into WrestleManias, um, I think it's time we uh, play a little game. Uh, I think it's time for... Oh, I forgot about this. Oh my god. Versus... Australia, Australia, mate. Good day. Good day, okay. Cobble. All right, Kevin. Now you're you're zero and one here. Australia is in the lead. You you didn't know what a shoey was. Well, you do now, but you I didn't do. know what a shoey was. Today we're gonna mix things up a little bit. Kevin, do you know what the AFL is? Is it the Australian Football League? Hey, we're one and one. Do you know? Let's go. Do you know any? Do you know any kind of thing about Aussie rules footy? Do you know anything about the Australian Football League? Anything about AFL? Can you name any? Not a single. Th- not a single thing. <laughs> so Aussie rules footy is our. It's our footy. It's our. Well, at least in this part of the country, because some people's footy is the NRL, which is like rugby, which I don't. I don't. Pff, I don't talk about this in this part of Australia. Fuck off with that shit. But AFL is Aussie Rules footy. It's um, played on like a circle kind of oval. There's two goals at each, of each end. Um, how do I explain this in layman's terms so I don't confuse you? Basically, you just got to kick goal and it's it's not... Do you call it... Wait, is it soccer over there? Soccer. Yeah, we call it soccer. Call I was it, just going to clarify that we were talking about some form of soccer. It's it's different to soccer. It's not on the... You can hold... You can bounce the ball, and it's like a... <laughs> how do I explain this? It looks like an American... You know, have your American footballs. They're kind of like... Yeah. It's kind of like that. Um, 
I'll send you a picture of what an Aussie Rules footy looks like on Twitter or something after. But yes, it is the Australian Football League. It is our Australian love. Um, we love cricket and we love Aussie Rules footy. You know what cricket is, don't you? Do you have cricket in America? I, I, I don't know. We, I'm sure we have it in like small doses. We don't have like a major cricket league. All I know about cricket, and I actually do know like a, like a, a relatively decent amount, was because I did a report on it. Uh, also for school, uh, I don't know why. I just everyone like, everyone had to do a project on something popular in like the Middle East, and I looked up cricket, and I'm like, the UAE is really big with cricket, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, so I'll just do that then because I want to do something sports related, and so I, I studied up on the game a little bit. I don't really retain much of that knowledge though. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a cricket guy. Um, like, I'm a f- I am like footy. I like Aussie rules footy. But I'm not a cricket guy. But, uh, bet to God that when um, all of my uh, British guys in Brain Buster want to talk about the Ashes and Australia versus England, you'd bet your ass that I'm going to be pulling for Australia. Um, but yeah, AFL... It's our version of your American football, which is the NFL. Um, it's just our our kind of big deal. We have all our AFL grand finals and that, and kind of it's just like a very family orientated sport. Everyone kind of goes and watches the footy. Every Australian at some point in their life will or has been to an AFL game. I've been to two. I went to one as a kid and I got incredibly sick, um, and it was awful. And then oh. I went to one later in life and I got really drunk and it was amazing. <laughs> that's the best time but there's it's just man it's a if you don't know it like you have to really immerse yourself in it to understand it it's hard to explain in in words exactly how you play footy without showing you but yes you did get it right so you are one on one congratulations kevin um that's big that's big thank you tiebreaker next next episode we're going to have the big tiebreaker can you can you form a lead can you get on yourself a little bit of a streak here with Australia, um, it may happen, but hey, you know what the AFL is, so I'm I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. Whenever you see AFL now, you must make sure that you support my team and you go for the Adelaide Crows. The Adelaide Crows are okay. what you want to go for. They're they're my it's, team. All right, I will. Uh, it's funny I, when you, when I heard AFL, I didn't I, I didn't know for certain that that was the right answer. Like I wasn't confident, but. The AFL in America was the former American Football League, and so I just figured substitute Australian for American, and it made it made sense. And I knew you guys had like a different style of yeah. of footy over there, as you call it. I, li- I like that word, footy. Footy, 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 footy. Yeah, footy, that's footy. what we call it. We're going to uh, chuck something on the Barbie and watch the footy, watch the cricket. You know, this is oh, how we do so it. Australian. I know. <laughs> I can be Australian when I want to be. Um, but yeah, footy is. A lovely game. Any, anyone can play it. There's so many kids that play footy and stuff like that um, just around town. You can just play it. We, <laughs> we used to play cricket and footy on the road. Bins would be our, our goals or our stumps. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So that was a thing. Um, yeah, but now you can just get drunk and go watch the footy. It's easy. Sounds brilliant. Footy. Yeah. Goes for a couple hours. It's a good time. Um, but yeah, so next time... I'm going to come with an even harder question. Um, we might di- we might venture into some entertainment stuff because I'm sure there's a lot of Australian stars that you have no fucking idea who they are. Um, 
Um, but yeah, everyone that's listening to this that that isn't a follower of AFL, you have to go for the Adelaide Crows because you'd be supporting me. So go for the Adelaide Crows. Thank you very much. I'm a big Adelaide Crows fan now. That's what I like to. That's what I like to hear, Kevin. Um, so. Now, we've gone on a bit of a tangent here about Disney shows and Disney movies and some Australian knowledge. Let's get back to the task at hand. Let's get back to WrestleMania. Um, all in all, WrestleMania is a spectacle. Um, it's in stadiums. It's in just, it's, it is the biggest event in wrestling, hands down. Um, but when you watch some of the older Manias and even like WrestleMania 20 and such, they're in arenas. And I don't know about you, but does the stadium feel of a WrestleMania just add to WrestleMania? Or do you think WrestleMania is just so... That name and that kind of feeling that it could be in an arena and still have the same effect? No, I feel like WrestleManias and arenas are just not as... not as. Uh, I, I, there's just something about looking into the crowd at a stadium as opposed to looking at one in the arena. An arena just feels like Raw or SmackDown. A stadium feels like WrestleMania. Yeah. There's something does. about it that you just can't capture in an arena. So I, I'm a big stadium guy, and that luckily has become the norm. Yeah, it has. I don't think WrestleManias won't be in a stadium, um, at least anytime soon. They're always going to be in a stadium. But I'm the same as you. I am always a advocate of the big four pay-per-views should be in... Well, WrestleMania should be in stadiums, but then I think, you know, like the Rumble. Like the Rumble had that... I Were they in a baseball stadium or something? Yeah, they were in a baseball I think they should do more stuff like that for SummerSlam, um, at least. Because SummerSlam, to me, when you watch it, it just feels like any other show because it's in an arena. Um, I'm the same as you. The visual aspect alone of having WrestleMania in a stadium and, you know, the Rumble in a, in a baseball stadium... Um, it just adds to the show. It adds to the presence. It makes it feel a lot bigger. Um, so I think they should start implementing that with SummerSlam and stuff like that. But I think Rumble and um, WrestleMania will be in stadiums or stadium-like arenas, at least, from for the time being, at least. I don't think that that's going away anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, no, and it shouldn't be. I mean, obviously, the demand is there. They pack these stadiums every year. So you got to assume that they're not going to like they're at MetLife this year. They're going to Tampa Bay next year. Uh, they're going all over the place. You got to imagine that they're going to continue to fill these stadiums with like 70, 80,000 people. Yeah. Um, as we kind of are heading towards the end of this episode, but um, what is if you could just describe WrestleMania in a sentence or two, how would you describe WrestleMania? What is it? What is it to you? It's the pinnacle of the sport. It's the absolute apex of wrestling. It's what we do. It's why we watch. Yeah. Well, ditto to all of that. I echo that completely. If It brings in every form of fan. Even if there's someone who doesn't watch wrestling all year long... Um, They'll watch WrestleMania. They'll be open to watching WrestleMania because it's WrestleMania. It's gonna like it. It's every year. It's getting longer and longer, but it doesn't matter to me. WrestleMania is just. It is the biggest event in. It's it's my Christmas. WrestleMania is honestly my Christmas day. 
I love WrestleMania that much. It's my favorite day of the year. Um, it just, you get excited and, and giddy over it, and you're like, ah, oh, just, it is a exciting time. Even when you watch old manias, I, I get a sense of that feeling of, oh man, like the opening video packages is something I look forward to. I look forward to the little things. Um, of course, I look forward to the matches and all the moments it creates, but the little things like I love WrestleMania video packages. I think like hype well, they're videos. All, they're all stellar. They have great music. They are different. They feel bigger. I like the graphics itself for WrestleMania when they're hyping the matches on Raw and SmackDown and the graphics just look bigger. They're always big, huge graphics with bright colors and cool animations and, you know, just they look physically a lot bigger than the other graphics. I don't even know how to describe that, but do you understand what I mean? Like, the graphics itself just look bigger and they look more important. Everything has a bigger feel to it. The music they use, the, you know, the theme songs, like I can listen, what is it this year? It's that One Republic song. I can't think of the title. Love Runs Out. That is one of the songs this year. And even when that song comes on, I'm like, oh, it's Mania. You know, I'm getting excited for Mania. Um, It's just the little things about WrestleMania that just, I'm just, I love it. I love WrestleMania. They, even the shit ones. Because there is some shit ones, like WrestleMania 27. Literally, WrestleMania 27 was a setup for WrestleMania 28. Literally. WrestleMania 27 to me is just piss poor. It's terrible. Um, Yeah, you had some some good matches on it. Like, Triple H Taker was great. Um, There was a Cody Rhodes and Rey Mysterio match at that WrestleMania 2, which was pretty good as well. Um, But, like, just the main event was crap. It was. Um... Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler went for a really long time when it shouldn't have. Oh, that's that that's true. That mania had Cole and Lawler. Yeah, it was just ugh. I didn't like I didn't like the set. I didn't like the set of WrestleMania 27. I didn't like the pacing of it. I didn't like how it flowed. I just really didn't like WrestleMania 27. I didn't like 29 either. 29 was pretty average, Boring. but it had some great. It had a great Punk Taker match which makes it better to me than 27 because that Punk Taker match was really, really good. Um, I didn't care for Triple H and Brock Lesnar. I really didn't. Um, you know, I'd seen a Rock 2 was okay. Um, it was it, like the same thing as it was the, the the year prior. You'd already seen it. Yep. Just with a different result. And a result that everyone knew was coming too, which always sort of sinks a main event when you know it's going to happen. Yeah, I agree with that, Anna. Yeah, I get that. It was kind of a foregone conclusion that Cena was winning that one. But, um, yeah, it, it you know, there is bad WrestleManias. However, they're still WrestleMania, and they still are a part of history, and they're an upper epilogue of stuff. So, I mean, even the bad ones still had their... They all have their their good parts, at least. Even, yeah. even 27. So, um... As we kind of wind down and we're looking towards this year's WrestleMania, we're obviously not going to give any predictions away because that is coming up this Friday. I can finally say it. It's two days away. No, or three for you. But we're so close to Brain Buster, our Brain Buster debut. Brain Buster this week has absolutely killed it. If you haven't listened to Brain Buster Radio stuff this week, you are doing you yourself a disservice because uh, Luke's show was great. Omega Luke, wonderful show. Wilf had a really cool show on 
a baseball kind of take on wrestling, wrestling baseball. Yeah. It was really I lo- cool. I love Wilt's show. I, so, I mean, yeah. I'm a huge baseball fan, and I loved I loved his thought process behind it. He, it's, it's clear that he not only is a huge wrestling fan, but he's also a baseball fan, and he gets what makes – he like each player – Hat was in their position for a reason, and it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, I'm not shitting you when I say I genuinely am listening to all of these shows. I really am. I didn't know the first thing about baseball. Baseball. Baseball's not a big thing in in Australia. America. I mean, Australia. Um, wrestling's not a... Uh, rest, oh, my God. I'm tongue-tying my words like crazy. Baseball. Uh. Baseball. Baseball. is not a big thing in Australia. But... I still listened to that show, and I still really enjoyed it. So, I can't wait for... Coming up tomorrow on Brain Buster Radio, we've got JPQ with no particular angle. He is fantastic. And, of course, we've got the debut of Queen's Court, which I am so dang excited to hear her show. I'm so excited to hear Queen. I absolutely love Queen to bits. She is a wonderful, wonderful lady. Just a wonderful, wonderful girl. She really, oh, she really is. Her spot on our show was fantastic. I'm Love so happy it. she was able to come do it. I can't wait to have her back on again. Me and I can't too. wait to Queen Court. Uh, me too. And then, of course, um, Thursday we got Foul. You got us on Friday. You got Badlands Pod on Saturday, and you got Everything Pro Wrestling Show with Conrad on Saturday as well. And then you got Wrestle Thoughts to end out your week. I have listened. I'm so. So just, I'm so I'm getting more and more excited for Brainbuster, our debut to add our style, to add our pacing to Brainbuster Radio. But just everyone is knocking it out of the park. We've got to, we got to get our ass in the gear, Kevin. We're gonna have to be on every week because damn, they are some great, great shows. I can't wait to hear how this rest of the week flows because man, Luke and Wilf have kicked it off nicely. Yes, they have. And, hey, we're always on our game, so I'm not too worried. <laughs> I like the confidence. Um, so, Kevin, WrestleMania week is rolling on. We're going to sign off on this episode. Please make sure you go and subscribe to Brain Buster Radio because it's the only way you're going to get this next episode. I'm not putting this show, uh, not putting the Friday episode on my own feed. You can only find it on Brain Buster Radio. So, please make sure... You go and subscribe, go and do it right now, and listen to everyone else's show that's coming up and that has been on Brand Buster Radio, because, like I said, top, top stuff. Uh, Kevin, before we sign off for the day, have you got anything you'd like to say to everybody as we say goodbye? Uh, just I hope that you guys enjoyed this show. I hope you enjoyed our little tangent into the world of Disney and Nickelodeon. That wasn't planned. That was purely off the cuff, which I think Simon, is one of the Signing things- me and Kevin up now for a bonus episode of Wrestling Reap or Josh and Kevin Reverb where we talk about Disney and Nickelodeon shows because I think we could tangent onto that. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a nine-hour show. Yep. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, I'm so looking forward to Friday. Ooh, me too. I'm so looking forward to Friday. Brain Buster Radio. We're in the building. Oh, so exciting. Alrighty, we'll catch you guys this Friday exclusively on Brain Buster Radio. Peace out. <laughs>